so excited today. This is my very first podcast episode. I've been praying about this for months and I've been feeling God tell me, crew, you need to start a podcast, but I've just been feeling so anxious about starting it and I just haven't had the confidence to to take the step of faith. But yesterday I started feeling really bad anxiety and usually when I get really bad anxiety about something that God is wanting me to do, it's because Satan is stressed and he knows that God's going to use it greatly. So I said, okay, God, even if I don't have the best setup, the most professional um, camera, the all the lighting, all that stuff, who cares? Because you meet us where we're at and praise him for that. So this is going to be a series of me just posting my thoughts of you. You guys kind of see what I post on social media of shorter clip videos. This is just going to be real, raw, uncut unfiltered just me and just how I feel the Lord um, using me in my life and what I feel him telling me the title for this podcast is going to be the secret place because these are all thoughts and ideas and conversations I've had with the Lord in the secret place that I'm just bringing with you guys so whether you have a long drive for work in the morning or you're cleaning around the house or you're working or whatever that looks like I want you to be able to just throw this podcast on and just feel the Lord's presence sitting there right with you. I, I made a little bit of a spot over here for the Lord, <laughs> for Jesus to just kind of sit by me because at the end of the day, it's just him using me and speaking through me and I could do absolutely nothing that I do without him. Um, so just praise him for that. But today, um, y'all, I've been going through it. I'm going to be honest because I, a lot of you guys probably know I live halfway in the year in Honduras and then halfway in the year I come back um, and live in the States and I just got back about a week ago and just battling a lot of sickness battling a lot of just mental health a lot of a lot of things and just in the midst God is so good y'all we just have to continue to remember the goodness of the Lord I mean he pulled me out of my sleep at midnight the other night and he said Karu you're not making time for me he said so I'm gonna have to find time where you're not busy because you think that you need to sleep, but what's more important is the spiritual rest. So he pulled me out of my sleep and just began talking to me. And I, I was in my prayer closet for about two hours just writing so many things of revelations that God is telling me. <laughs> Stuff that literally I'm like, why am I the way I am, Lord? And he's over here saying, this, this, this is why. And it's just it's just crazy living in relationship with God and living in in tune with the spirit and that's just what I wanted to talk about today is what it is like to live um, in tune with the spirit live in relationship with the spirit because I think so many times us as believers we just have this legalistic mindset of where we pull up to church and we get the chills we get the feeling like we really do we let it all hang out if it's a church camp or wherever and then on our drive back home we feel like we have to enter into the world. We feel like, oh, I wish I could just be at church or I wish I could be with my um, my church group forever and be around them 24-7. And a lot of times that's just not real life. And a lot of us are just weak believers to where we can't stand firm. And this is something I've, I'm speaking, y'all, out of my own convictions of just 
the Lord exposing me and saying, Karu, you have put so much of your confidence and so much of, in, of your faith in the people who you're around. You want to shape um, shape how you are, how you act um, by the people you're with. And I'm like, well, God, you know the statistic where if you're the top five people you hang out with the most, you're going to act like. And God said, okay, but what about the st- st- statistic of me? He said, what about the st- statistic whenever I'm eating with the, the, the people who are prostitutes, who are sinners, who are drunk? He said, did I conform to that? Right. I said, okay, God, you got something. <laughs> you got something there. So just constantly me coming back and forth country to country, I'm not able to be with my spiritual community 24-7. So it's almost like I, when I come back into the States, I retreat back into the wilderness. You know how Jesus went away for 40 days um, and Satan just tempted him and refined him and strengthened him. Actually, you know, he didn't really need to be refined. But that's what the Lord allows us to do when we go into the wilderness. We are, are being strengthened and refined and sanctified. And I, I would just be honest, spending a lot of time alone can either be detrimental for your mental health or it could be the best time you've ever had, the most um, discovery of, of who the Lord has created you to be. I mean, we just live in such a busy and hurried society to where we can't be alone with our thoughts. Like, we have so many distractions with us every single day of being on our phone, having to go to work, having to run errands, having to get the kids, all these things, to where we cannot take a deep breath. We feel like if we are sitting in our bed or sitting on the couch, we have to be scrolling. We have to be stimulated by something. And just something the Lord has been showing me lately is, if God is the prince of peace, then Satan is the prince of noise. He's the prince of distraction. So as I do missions just kind of back and forth, I see... In Honduras, where where I am, there's not a lot of distractions because a lot of people don't have the luxuries. They don't have the money to, to spend and to do these distractions of going to the movies or going to skating or going to concerts. And all these things can be awesome. Like, they can still be really cool. I'm not saying that these things are a sin, but I'm saying whenever we just fill our schedule with so much busyness to where we don't make time with the Lord. And I believe that's where every single Christian is failing because so many of us want to focus on not doing a specific sense. Focus on, God, I'm not going to do this. I mean, look at the culture we have of every new year. We start a resolution and all these rules and things of a list that we're going to follow. And then by the time it's like two weeks after that, we've just broken it. And we feel like if we break one of those rules that we've set, then we just need to throw the whole thing away. And how many of us are acting like that in our spiritual lives? We're, we're saying, God, I'm not going to watch porn or I'm not going to talk bad about this person or I'm not going to go and do this. But once we do that, we feel like we it's a free-for-all. We can just go and, and engage into any sinful activity because it's like, oh, well, I already messed up. And that is the mindset that so many of us Christians have, but it's so legalistic. Because once we understand that instead of focusing on not doing an action, all we have to do is fix our eyes on Jesus. That's what's so beautiful about him. We literally just have to fix our gaze on him. The scripture literally says, Come to me, all who are weary and carry heavy burden, and he will give us rest. Who can come to him? Everyone who is weary and carries heavy burden. That's me. That's every single person in this world. We all qualify to come to him. But what do we have to do for the rest? We have to come to him. When we come to him, it's surrender. 
and let's just be honest, not, not a lot of us want to surrender. We don't want to, we don't want to give our problems. We don't want to give our control to the Lord because I don't know about y'all, but for me, I like to be in control and I like to, to know plans. I like to know my future of like, okay, God, you, you going to say this, but what if this happens? Like, I need to know what I'm, what I'm going to do. Okay. Because that's stressful. And just what the Lord has shown me and how the Lord has helped me just overcome so many different sin struggles and habitual sins. If my eyes have not been fixed on him, I'm telling you, I will go back into that sin. And so many of us want to experience freedom and experience um, just, I guess, being free um, from certain sins. But then we start getting out of the word and we start getting out of prayer and we go back to that sin. Because yes, the Lord freed you from that sin, but whenever you're pulling yourself away from the Lord, obviously there's going to be no freedom because freedom is attached to the Holy Spirit. So whenever you're detaching from the Holy Spirit, you're not going to live in freedom anymore. And I just feel so burdened on my heart for just the broken and just the lost because I'm telling you, I'm one action away from being exactly where they are. And just as a Christian culture, I just feel we just need to do a better job on preaching the Lord's love because I'm going to be honest, you coming up to me, you pulling up to Karoo three years ago and you want to say, oh, you finna go to hell for you doing this. Okay, I'll, I will probably cuss you out or I'll probably give you a dirty something. Okay, because the word says like we have to be, we have to be um, sowing seeds and a soft heart on that soft soil. But so many of the world, they have such a heart at heart. So how are you going to sow those soft seeds? What sows the seeds is the Lord's love. Because that is so gentle, right? His his yoke is easy. His burden is light. I mean, the whole reason God even created any of us, the whole reason he, he died on the cross, the whole reason I'm even here right now speaking to you is because of the Lord's love. And I think so many of us want to forget that. We want to forget while we're here because we get caught up in these rules and we get caught up in these laws and we get caught up in the anger and saying God's mad at us and all these things. And I'm not, I'm not discrediting the Lord's wrath because you can't talk about his love without the wrath. But I think so many of us are missing the love of the father because we've been so tainted by a family member, a father figure, um, a friend, whatever that is. We don't even know what the true definition of love is. In Galatians, what I'm going to read to you guys today, get out your Bibles. We're going to read Galatians 5, uh, 16. It says, living by the Spirit's power. So I say, let the Holy Spirit guide your lives. Then you won't be doing your sinful what your sinful nature craves. The sinful nature wants to do evil, baby, I've been known, which is just the opposite of what the Spirit wants. And the Spirit gives us desires that are the opposite of what the sinful nature craves. These two forces are constantly fighting against each other. So you are not free to carry out your good intentions. But when you are directed by the Spirit, you are not under obligation to the law of Moses. When you follow the the desire of your sinful nature, the results are very clear. So I'm going to read these things. And if you struggle with any of these things... You are being led by your sinful nature more than the Holy Spirit. The results are very clear. Sexual immorality, impurity, lustful pleasures, idolatry, sorcery, hostility, quarreling, jealousy, outbursts of anger, selfish ambition, dissension, division, envy, drunkenness, wild parties, and even in other sins like these. Y'all, the word literally says when we're not living by the Spirit's power, 
we are going into sins like these. And I'm telling you, I mean, we, we see what Paul says um, where he talks about in Romans, I, I do what, what I know I shouldn't do. And, and I know I shouldn't be doing these things, but my flesh can't help it, right? I understand we're flesh, but we got to quit identifying ourselves as a sinner, okay? Because the identity of someone is, is where their worth is found, okay? I'm a child of God. And there's times I'm going to be falling into sin, but that sin doesn't take my identity. I mean, we see this world is full of people who are just grasping for the idea of what an identity is. And why do people get so um, offended whenever we assume their identity or whatever that looks like? Because um, their identity is attached to their self-worth. So in Galatians uh, 5, continuing on, it says that whenever you are living by the Holy Spirit, it produces this kind of fruit in our lives. Love, joy, peace, patience, kindness, goodness, faithfulness, gentleness, and self-control. There's no law against these things. Those who belong to Christ Jesus have nailed the passions and desires of their sinful nature to the cross and crucified them there. It didn't say that you're not going to have the sinful desires, baby. We're flesh. Okay, we live in a fallen world. We're going to have the desires. But what are we to do every single day? Nail them to the cross. And I'm going to be so honest. If you are not waking up every single morning and you're not in your prayer closet and you are not interceding in the spirit and you're not in your word, you are going to cave into sin. And if you haven't caved into sin yet, I'm going to wait a month. I'm going to wait a week. Because that is, that's what Satan is plotting and he's planning with you. Like I talked earlier, he's just filling you with so much noise and busyness and you're like, ah, I'm going to get to it, I'm going to get to it, I'm going to get to it. And there's going to come to a point to where we're daggum 80 years old, or maybe we're not even 80. We hear the trumpet sounding and it said, God, I haven't got to it. And I don't preach this to scare you. I just preach it for the urgency because it motivates me to know because, oh, there's so many times I just get plugged with that depression and just plugged with that. God, I don't even want to get up today. I don't even want to get in your word. But I'm telling you, I got to remember any day God is coming like a thief in the night. He's coming. And no man knows the the day or the hour, but we have to be ready. So I just challenge you, if you are struggling with a specific sin, if you're which we all do, that's the thing, we all do, but you know what I'm talking about. That that deeper rooted sin. That sin that is kind of starting to steal your identity, that is kind of starting to steal your self worth. If you're struggling with that, I'm telling you, all you have to do is fix your eyes on the Lord. All you have to do is fix your eyes on Him. And I'm not saying it's going to be easy. You're going to have to put up a fight. You're going to have to put up a battle. But the thing is with the Lord, is His grace is sufficient for everything. Love covers a multitude of sins. And that's what we got to stay founded on the Scripture of. Whenever Satan wants to pull up with us of saying, Oh, but you did this, but you did this. Okay, but the Christ love. But God, but God, but God. But God, and he did, and did, God did. I mean, that's why it's so important that we're staying so grounded and rooted with that belt of truth. Because how many times are we getting filled with the lies every single day? I'm telling you, Satan's going to bring it up. He's going to pull it up, and we have to rebuke it. Y'all, we have to rebuke it and say, actually, we can't only rebuke it because we know to do that. The second thing that we got to do is be founded on the truth. Because whenever Satan wanted to pull up to Jesus... Pull him up on the mountain and say, if you will just um, bow to me, I will give you all of this. And Jesus not only rebuked Satan, but he covered himself with the scripture, 
with the truth. And that is what we are going to have to be doing every single day. And it's a daily battle, and I know. But it's so important that we are first in our word. Because if Jesus, the king of the whole daggum universe, the most perfect, precious son, like I'm telling you, he is sinless and blameless. If he had to intercede in the wilderness in the morning, daggum, I'm going to have to intercede in the daggum wilderness for my whole life. Like I'm going to have to live in the wilderness. I'm going to get a tent. Because it's crazy. If he had to do that for the strength, how many of us need to do that? Like, we don't even want to get on our knees by our bed two minutes before we go to bed. We don't even want to close our eyes. We go, God, I'll get to it later. Like, it's crazy because we're being so filled with the distractions of Satan. Y'all, it is so important that we're putting on our armor um, from the Lord every single day and fixing our eyes on him. And just what I've seen, so much growth over my life and so much growth um, just of me being and growing so much closer to the Lord is waking up in the morning, getting in my word, getting in prayer. And prayer is going to look different every single every single time. I mean, prayer is not going to be a one time of I'm going to be sobbing and I'm going to be crying on my knees, singing to daggum oceans or something crazy. Sometimes... We're just going to wake up, and God's going to meet you in the mundane. And I think as Christians, we just have we have this skewed perception of reality of when we get into prayer or whatever that looks like, we feel like it has to be full of the chills and the feelings or the Lord wasn't there. And we begin to put God in this box, and we begin to put Him into this false reality and false perception of who He is, and then when we don't feel him and we don't get the chills, we feel like he's not there and we feel like we're defeated. So it is so important that we're staying grounded on the truth, not only of who you are in Christ, but who God is, right? Because won't he do it? I mean, how many times does Satan want to come to you and make you question who your God is? Will He? Ma- will you make it through? Will he pull through for you? Are you sure about the promises? Like, Because that book was 2,000 years ago. Are you sure? You sure that you're going to make it through? Are you sure you trust him? Are you sure he's real? I mean, how many times is Satan trying to come and make us question the character of God, right? So it's so important that we're staying we're staying rooted on the truth. I mean, it's so important that we're staying rooted in the promises of the Lord. Because when we're in our word, it shows the Lord's promises and what he says that he will do for his children. He will make a way when there seems to be no way, baby. When Satan pull up, but God, but God, but God. I mean, that was me doing that today in my kitchen. Like, cleaning dishes and Satan trying to pull up something on me. Like, I drive by. Hey, crew, remember when you did this? Uh, But God. I do remember when I did that. And I would do it again right now, but I got the Holy Spirit living in me. Okay? But God. It's so important that we're staying grounded and we're staying rooted. I mean, in who we're supposed to be, right? And I mean, oof. We'll have to, that'll have to be for another video, but y'all, the Lord loves you so much and he is proud of you. And I just don't want you to have a skewed perception of who Jesus is because as somebody who's been hurt by the church multiple times, like I would not be where I am today if, if Jesus didn't meet me in my room, I didn't meet the Lord at the church. I didn't meet the Lord in a youth group. I met him in my room when I was literally sobbing by myself. 
And it's so important that we're allowing God to reveal himself to us and we're not we're not just fiending and grasping for for a video on social media. We're not fiending and grasping for um, a church service or just a motivational uh, video or a speech. Because that might get you by for the next day or the next week, but I'm telling you, that's nothing you can live by. And it's so important that we're staying grounded on who the Lord tells us, not only in the word that he says, because he will reaffirm it to you when you're in your prayer room. He will reaffirm who he is to you. We have to stay so deeply rooted on the foundation. Because a recent conviction of mine is that the Lord just was not my foundation. The reason that I knew this was why when I started getting uh, less likes on social media or when I started getting less views and people started unfollowing me, why did that affect my mood? Why did I start getting a little bit sad? Why did I start getting in my feelings? Because part of my worth was built on that foundation. And that is not a firm foundation. That is a foundation of of sand, of something that can be so easily um, disformed, can be so easily just crushed. Versus having that foundation of who the Lord says I am on a on a foundation full of rock that is unshakable. Won't he do it? God, you are good. Thank you so much, Lord, for just me, me being able to talk to my brother and sister on the other side of the phone right now, on the other side of the screen, Jesus. God, thank you for just sitting with us in this, God. God, I just pray for refreshment over us Jesus God would you just refresh us Lord with your spirit God would you teach us who you are Jesus God would you not let us rely on anyone else Jesus anyone else's prophetic word or anyone else Lord to tell us who you are but God would you tell us God will we be founded Lord on the truth on on who you say you are and that we won't be shaken whenever Satan want to pull up with the drive by Jesus because we are rooted in you. Because you are our foundation, Jesus. And anytime Satan wants to come through, Lord, <laughs> no weapon formed against me will prosper. God, let us hold so tight to that in the name of Jesus, God. And I just pray over my friend on the other side of the screen, Lord, if they just have um, any just demonic oppression over their life, Jesus. If the enemy has just been trying to have its way, have his way, Lord, over their life, Lord, I just ask for deliverance now in the name of Jesus, God. I just ask for freedom, Lord, in the name of Jesus, because I know, Lord, your name holds all the power. Nothing that I say, nothing that I do, Lord, but all through your name. God, I just ask, Lord, that you would just lift that burden, Lord, that they've been carrying. Lift that weight in the name of Jesus, God. God, that you would just give them a breath of fresh air, Lord, that they're going to get through. Lord, that that sin doesn't define them, Jesus. That you're there right there with them, Lord, to define them. That you tell them, Lord, who they are. They don't get to decide, Jesus, because you created them. God, you created them with a purpose, Lord, with a plan. The creator gets to tell the creation what what it was formed to do. Jesus, thank you, Jesus. For such a holy space, Jesus, to just come in, Lord, and just intercede and just love on us, Lord. That's all you want to do is just love on us, Lord. May we not forget our first love, Lord. May we not forget, Lord, how much you love us, Jesus, because we couldn't do it without you, Lord. God, we cannot survive without your love, Lord. That's our source. That's our root. God, you turn to yourself, Lord, Lord, to create us, Lord, so you are our environment. 
you are where our life and light is going to come from, Jesus. Thank you so much, Lord. We ask it all in the name of the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit. Thank you, Jesus. Amen. Oof. Thank you, Lord. I feel refreshed. I feel good. Thank you, Jesus. He's sitting right there with us. Y'all, I cannot wait to hug Jesus, man. Like, the day that I get to heaven, I'm sprinting straight to him. And y'all can wait your turn. You can wait your turn because I, I have been battling it out with him. Like, I have been wanting to hug this man for two years already since I've been a believer. I've been wanting to hug him my whole entire life. I'm finna daggum hug him like a spider. And I ain't letting go. Y'all wait your turn. I've been, I've I've waited too long, okay? Whew. I just know I'm going to be sobbing. But, y'all, I'm going to try to post um, next week's podcast, um, possibly the same day. I'm going to try to be posting um, once a week or maybe even two times a week. I'm going to just be interceding and praying of what God is wanting. But I just pray um, that you had a revelation through what the Lord spoke today. I pray that you felt some peace, that you felt some comfort, that you... Um, not only just felt inspired, but you felt inspired to grow your walk with the Lord, grow your relationship. Because like I said, we want to grab onto these words and we want to go to to our screen or we want to go to a video or church or all these things to be fed and filled, which is great. But if you're not filling yourself with the the, the living source, if you're not going in your, in your prayer room and you're not filling up, baby, it's like you want to go and you want to get a go to McDonald's and get the daggum mini clear water cup whenever you could go to the daggum ocean, right? Because the Lord is, that's what's going to nourish you and fill you. But when we go to church, we got that little Walmart, Walmart, the little uh, McDonald's cup, and we'd be taking a little sip of that. God, I, I'm good for a little bit. Oh, but once you start running, baby, you're going to need some more, okay? You're going to need some milk. You need some milk. But, like, you're going to have to go to the big, the living water, right? But, y'all, I just have great expectations of what the Lord's going to do um, in this podcast um, for you. As a listener, God is wanting to change your life. He's wanting to to um, speak to you. He's wanting to draw closer to you. Um, but He loves you so much. Never forget that. And I love you so much. And God is so good. And we love because He first loved us. See y'all next week. Thank you.